Welcome to the Phil Nason Show, brought to you by PlayUp Sportsbook. PlayUp welcomes all bettors and offers the best prices on the market. They are also proud to be an official betting partner of the New Jersey Devils. Check them out online or in the App Store and see for yourself why PlayUp is your best bet. You're listening to a pre-recorded edition of the Phil Nason Show. The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play, and please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. Welcome to the Phil Nason Show. We're here to make you money, and we have a terrific show planned for you today. PlayUp Sportsbook presents the Phil Nason Show. Sign up for an account and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. That's PlayUp.com. Cash with Flash, best bets has you covered in all the major U.S. sports. Daily free picks, premium betting packages, we have you covered. Head on over, cash with some free picks, Sign up for one of our premium packages and Cash with Flash. That's cashwithflash.com, where you'll also find the link to our Kindle editions for Betting Baseball 101 and Betting Football 101. Both are available during the holidays for the low price of $4.99. You can get those books at Amazon.com. Michael Noonan is here, and we're here to talk a little football, a little coaches of the year. What's happening? Good morning, Phil. Good morning. How's life in a big city? Um, I have to do this show with a bag on my head after yesterday. Oh, come on. Other than that, it's all good. Yeah, well, we, we were okay. I sent you the picks. We were 2-1 and one in the premiums, 2-0 and on Thursday night, 4-1 and one for the week. We'll be 5-1 and one for the week after we hit this one today. And, uh, I, you know, I, I didn't see the game, the Detroit Lions game. I, I saw a little bit of it on Red Zone. But I didn't see it because I was busy watching the Bengals lay a big egg yesterday. There's no bigger egg than was laid by the Vikings. Uh, I was disappointed in Cincinnati. But what Minnesota did was just embarrassing. Mike Zimmer is not coach of the year. Okay, that's fair. What were his odds, though? Mike Zimmer? Oh, not even close. 6,500 to 1. Yeah, he, and he's 2 to 1 to be the first coach fired. That could be. I think Matt Nagy's going to beat him to it, though. Uh, those two deserve to race to the finish. <laughs> Just, you know what? You're right. You're absolutely right. They do deserve to race to the finish. Who would win if they had a race? Zimmer, because he'd, he'd find a way to cheat. <laughs> he's, he's smarter than Nagy. Yeah, well, that's not saying a whole lot, but I think Nagy's probably in still pretty good shape, so I might give him the uh, edge, but, yeah, that game was probably rough for a Vikings fan. Hmm? Have you seen Zimmer's girlfriend? She's a supermodel, right? Yeah. So he's got to be in pretty good shape. Or he's doing something right. Maybe he's just nice to her. Oh, yeah, that'll work. <laughs> that's that's always the way it works with supermodels. Just be nice. Just be nice, yeah. <laughs> well, I try to be nice as often as I can until I can't. 
<laughs> like you. But anyhow, that was a weird game, though. I didn't expect. I honestly, I left it alone. We didn't touch it at Cast with Flash. We didn't preview it. We just left it be. I thought Minnesota would cover. A lot of people had Detroit, though. A lot of people I know and respect went after the seven and a half points, and they didn't I, need any of them. I can show you the bet slip. I, I, I had my shackle on Detroit. Ah, look at you. See, so you you weren't really surprised at all, were you? I'm never surprised when that team plays down to the level of its competition and loses. It's just completely dysfunctional. You've only they only had two of their starting linemen. Their two uh, linebackers were out. Kendricks was out. When Kendricks is not there, just forget it. Right. <laughs> Just forget it. And it's just a team that's not, not playing well. Now, the, the bizarre thing is that they open up as three-and-a-half-point favorites over Pittsburgh for Thursday night. Wow. That game's in Minnesota, right? I don't care if it's in your backyard. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Pittsburgh Steelers W, eh? Oh, my gosh. Three-and-a-half points. That's a oh, lot. So so I, I can understand. Actually, I can't. But three points for the home team, right? Mm-hmm. But then you add a half on there. That And what you're saying, the bookmakers are saying, and I, you know this line's going to change, is that Minnesota is half a point better than Pittsburgh. In, in what alternate reality are these people living in? Oof. Pittsburgh came through yesterday. Good win for them. Great win for them. Great win for them. Minnesota loses to the worst team in the league, and they're three-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, I'm, I'm already on it. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll grow. Maybe it'll grow. Maybe people will get behind that. Yeah, that's. it's just weird. It's but yeah, yesterday was terrible. It's the going to be the end of uh, the era. I'm surprised. I keep checking Twitter to see if, if they fired Zimmer already. Right. Because the Wilfs, the owners of the team, do not like being embarrassed. And that was about as embarrassing as anything we've seen in a long, long time in Minnesota. I'm sure. And you've had some moments, believe me, where they could be challenged. They could challenge that. But wow, that's that's a tough one. But the coaches of the year, it's an interesting <laughs> list. It's an interesting bet because every single coach of the year, and we're using the Las VegasInsider.com odds because they're not posted yet at PlayUp. Bill Belichick is a 300-to-1 favorite. Every one of these guys are plus money, folks. Cliff Kingsbury from Arizona, plus 400. Matt Leffler. From Green Bay, plus 600. Zach Taylor, Cincinnati's coach, is 801. Mike Vrabel, Tennessee Titans coach, 800 to 1. And then you go on from there. Now, if you had to give the award to someone today, Michael, who would you give it to? If I had to do it today, it would be Belichick. Yes, I, I agree. I've got the sneaking hunch that at the end of the year, it will be 
Belichick, and Harbaugh. Wow, that's a 4,000 to 1 favorite or underdog right there, guys. Why do you think Harbaugh, though? What makes you think it's going to be Harbaugh? They, they've, they've had some, you know, Minnesota's had a lot of injuries. Mm-hmm. So has Baltimore. Right. But Baltimore still looks like a contending football team. Even when they lose, they do, right? To you, at exactly. least to me. And they, they do the best they can. They get the most out of what they have. And they find ways to win. Harbaugh is a really good football coach. Yes. Uh, I just, I have a world of respect for him. So if I were to rank them right now, it would be Belichick. My only concern there is so many people do not like, I mean, I don't think Belichick's ever won coach of the year. I'm not sure if he has or not. I I don't think he has. And if you think about it, that's really kind of weird. Well, yeah, (laughs) it is. But it's also a popularity contest also. So you have to remember that. So my 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 top three right now would be Belichick, Lafleur, and my long shot, the one that would be worth, you know, a shekel, is John Harbaugh. Okay, that that's fair. You don't think Bruce Arians? No, because they lost a couple games they shouldn't have. They don't look prepared. You know, Tampa Bay doesn't look as prepared as Baltimore does. Very few teams do. I I just. You know, I'm not a Baltimore fan. Right. I, I am not. I, I, I don't have any skin in that game. But every time you play that team, you know they're going to be prepared to do as well as they can do. It's kind of like Tomlin. Uh, that, that Pittsburgh team is not a great team. No. But they find a way sometimes, more often than not. Uh, to be contenders and to be in the mix. Uh, that's good coaching. And really, Lafleur is doing an outstanding job with all of the garbage that he went through with Aaron Rodgers. Right. Uh, they've had some injuries. Mm-hmm. Best team in the NFC. Could be. What about Arizona and Cliff Kingsbury, though? I think he's done a good job. He's had a bunch of injuries also. That's a possibility, but at this point, there's not there's not a lot of value there. If I were if I were going to actually try and pull something out to put some money on it with a return, mm-hmm. it's going to be Harbaugh. Right, right. That's a good play at 4,000 to 1. Good job. But the thing about Kingsbury is, is nobody, everybody keeps trying to look for reasons why he hasn't. I just look at the record. And the record shows that he's done a really good job this year. Right, it does, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good team over there. There's no question about that. Now, he's also going to catch a lot of heat for uh, going for that extra point or, or going for the two, going for the win instead of the tie. You think that's going to hurt him or help him? I think it's going to help him. I think it has to help him. I, 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 just, I wouldn't have done that. I would have tied it up in that, or tried to tie it up. But it just goes to show that he might not trust his place kicker. 
how can he not trust his place kicker? I know, huh? That that was just the weirdest thing. I was stunned that he did that. I wasn't surprised though, because he's very competitive, and you know he'd rather win and get it over with. They called the right play. You know? I was going to say the play was there. The play was there. It was a bad throw. Yeah, there there goes your MVP uh, award, Lamar. Yeah, that I I don't think he was. He's fun to watch, but I, I I'm not. I'm not convinced he's uh, – the rest of the team better be really good. You know That's this – yeah, I hear you there. You know this list, though, Michael, is kind of funny because you've got someone like Ron Rivera, Kyle Shanahan, Nick Sirianni, all ahead of Mike Tomlin. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Well, it uh, makes perfect sense because he does, Mike Tomlin doesn't play footsies with the reporters – and he does, you know, he doesn't do podcasts. I, I'm friends with his agent, like really good friends with his agent. And honestly, I've tried to get him on the show, and Brian laughs. Not because he it wouldn't be a nice place for him to be, but getting Mike Tomlin to do anything other than football is very difficult. So let, let's look at this other name, Cliff Kingsbury. He's okay. Uh, I mean, like I say, he's done a great job, but let's uh, see how this playoff thing ends up at the end of the year. Right. You may have to have a word or two about Nick Sirianni. Yeah, you could. You really could. Because the Eagles, they look good sometimes. Other times they don't look good, but... They seem to have young players in skilled positions, and those are the ones making the mistakes. And those are the ones you want to make the mistakes are the young guys, so you can correct them. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we have the opposite problem in Minnesota. Right. But, you know, I wrote them off at the beginning of the year. I've, I've paid zero attention, but they're right there. They're, they're right there. I don't know what their schedule looks like toward the end of the year. We'd have to ask Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> but let's give some credit where credit's due. I, I, I didn't think they would be anywhere near where they are right now. But uh, I'll, I'll be real curious to see how it all washes out because uh, if they make the playoffs, they make a little noise in the playoffs. I'm going with Harbaugh. That's a good play. I like that one. Um, let me see here. Obviously, I like Belichick. We're going to talk about the Patriots in a minute when we talk about the Monday Night Football game. I think Kingsbury has done a great job, so I would probably stick a couple shekels on that one. Matt Leff, Lafleur. I'm not so sure. You know, uh, you go back and forth. I, I I understand your argument, and it's probably the right one. I, I don't know. You know, anytime you have Aaron Rodgers, it's a luxury. I don't care if he hates you or loves you or whatever. He doesn't hate his teammates. And he goes out there and tries. No one's accused him of not trying. And when you have that luxury, you can do a lot of things. I'm sure that he causes Lafleur a lot of problems, a lot of headaches. Probably some premature gray hair, too. Because Aaron Rodgers doesn't really probably listen to many people. And, you know, maybe that's part of who he is. That's part of what got him to where he is. But I'm not so sure about him. Zach Taylor. I would have thought 
if Cincinnati won yesterday, exactly, that he would be the front runner. But he's at eight hundred to one. He, he's right up there in the top five. But that was awful. And that wasn't really coaching there. Joe Burrow had a. They were awful. They turned the ball over five times. Right. Whew, what awful. They, well, I remember you, you you sent me the the notes for this, and I'm like, if if Zach Taylor wins that game, that's my guy. Yeah, because I kind of like watching that team anyway. Me too. And I had Cincinnati, as you know. I sent you my uh, premium picks, as uh, not just well. I always send. I try to send them to you because one, I I actually like you, but two, it's a good way. It's a good sounding board. In other words. What I mean by that is I should have said vetting because if anybody says, nah, it's not what happened, I have five people, including yourself, who will tell them, yes, it is. His record is what it is. I have accountability all over the place. You yell at me for talking only about my losses. But Yeah, I think it's a mistake. <laughs> yeah, it could be, yeah. But you know what, Zach Taylor? Honest to goodness, Michael, I had him on my front number one list. I thought Cincinnati, and I went with Cincinnati and, and gave up the three points. I said, Zach Taylor, they're going to go big today. They're going to win somehow, and they're going to cover somehow, and he's going to be the coach of the year because he's done a great job with these young guys. I thought I thought that they were really in the mix. And I here's the thing with Cincinnati. I watched them when they played Minnesota early on. Uh I've watched a few of their games and the, the key for Taylor was going to be as if this team got better as it went along. Right. And they really haven't. No, you're right. They've, they've got some good, good talent at skill positions, obviously, but as a unit, as a team, they're not, they don't seem to be getting better week to week to week. And yesterday was bad. Yesterday was rough. Mike Vrabel's on this list. He's also 800-1 to 1 at Tennessee. The problem with Vrabel is without Derrick Henry, he's not going to win many more games. No, Hilliard did a nice job, though, the other day. But, yeah, I think they're in big trouble. He's another one who's been, his team's been bitten by the injury bug also, and that's a bummer. But I thought up he until that very point. Good coach. Hmm? Before Henry got hurt, he was my guy. Yeah, I would have thought so because everything just clicked. But then when you've got a monster running back and racking up that kind of yardage, you're always going to have opportunities to throw the ball. And Ryan Tannehill threw the ball very well for him up until the point where Derrick Henry got hurt. Yeah, it it just it changed the whole way the the team plays offense. So, you know, you can't blame Vrabel for that. No, and you can't. He he did the right thing in the beginning, which was you build the team around your best players. Mm-hmm. How come they didn't do that in Minnesota? You, you, <laughs> you can get in line with the rest of us to ask that question after they get fired. Boy, they look uh, like a different team without Dalvin Cook, too, don't they? Dalvin Cook is overrated. Okay. There you, that that will get everybody going. Okay. The the key to that team uh, is getting the ball to Justin Jefferson. And when they started doing that is when they started actually producing points. Justin Jefferson is phenomenal. Yes. 
very and fast. The thing of it is, is if if you watch the games, and and I do so religiously to my detriment, <laughs> uh, it's it's his route running. He he's just for especially for a kid his age, uh, he came out of the box just an incredible route runner, and. He's, you know, the speed's there, but he's not, he's not a burner, I would say. Right. He's just always open. Yeah, well, like you said, he runs great routes. But Delvin Cook is hurt often, and if you watch the games, he's been quote-unquote healthy this year. He's lost a gear. I think the injuries have already taken their toll on Delvin Cook. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, maybe next year he'll look more like himself. I, but my guess is that he has started that decline that all running backs that are used that way end up in. And, uh, I mean, we've seen it over and over and over again. It's a tough league for running backs. Mike McCarthy, Michael. He's at 1,600 to 1. He might have got a vote for me. But nah. but you know they're they've had injuries. The best they played in a while is when he wasn't on the sideline. Totally not impressed with him. Never happened. Uh, incredible amount of talent on that team still. Yes. And uh I mean he didn't have to go in and do a, a rebuild or anything like that. There was a ton of talent there and uh the, they play okay. Uh, I, I'm not impressed. The guys that impress me is what Belichick's done. Uh, I think Mike Lafle- uh, that uh, Matt Lafleur does not get the credit he deserves. Right. Because when you watch the games, it's it's not just Aaron Rodgers. It's the fact that that defense has improved as much as it has. And even with Rodgers, they don't have a lot around him. Uh, they've got two really, really good running backs. They've got one really good wide receiver. Tight ends hurt. He's out for the year. And my guess is they're still going to plug right along. And part of that's because, you know, Aaron Rodgers is an alien. But, <laughs> right. But he's done a really good job coaching that team and keeping them all on the same page. Uh, McCarthy doesn't impress me. Uh, Kyle Shanahan doesn't impress me. No. Because that was the only game I lost yesterday. <laughs> right? Right? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got sucked into that rascal. That, I didn't pick that game. That was my daily fantasy stuff. I centered my team around the 49ers. I thought they'd be playing from behind. And, and he would throw the ball and he didn't. But, yeah. Let me see a couple other names here, Michael, before we move on. Sean McDermott is another one from Buffalo. It's 2,000 to 1. And up until about four weeks ago, I would have said he would get some votes, perhaps even win the damn thing. But that team has looked so inconsistent over the last four or five games, including their season opener. I'm going to put that in there too. And they don't always seem well prepared do they or am i just because i don't like buffalo 
no, you've got a point. And that, you know, yesterday I was so upset after the first half at Minnesota. Right. And it was because yet again, they did not look like they were prepared to play. And their their defense is going to end up ranked probably last in the league this year. Well, the last time that they ranked last in the league was when their head coach was the defensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills, Leslie Frazier. Wow. And that there there appears to still be that. There were times when, under Frazier, the defense just looked like world beaters, and then they'd then they'd look like your local high school the next game. You just never knew. There was no consistency, and that's what I you know I agree with you completely on on Buffalo, um, and it's why I'm so big on Harbaugh. Very consistent. Very consistent. Those teams it's, look ready to go, don't they? Uh, Belichick. Even when they lose, they look like they had a plan. Right. Um, Buffalo, sometimes you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> Didn't you guys just, just absolutely wipe someone off the face of the earth last week? Right. And this week you don't seem to know what to do. Uh, yeah, I totally, totally concur there. But his whole his season comes down to tonight. That's a good segue. You know what? That We've went through this coaches list. Pretty much recapped everything along the way. The New England Patriots take on the Buffalo Bills tonight. This should be a good. This really should be a good game. Uh, the Bills are a two and a half point home favorite. The total is forty one points. I did an audition for. I'll tell you off air who it was for. And my game was this one. I chose it. I waited till the last day before I was allowed to turn my stuff in because I've been looking forward to this game for a week since I sent you that note right after last week's show, Michael, when I said, hey, let's do the coaches of the year. I think this game here is going to help decide it. And the title of my uh, make-believe post, if you will, for my audition, New England Patriots, the perfect underdog. And you said that why? I said that why? Because, first of all, they have a chance to win. You, yes. you know, a lot of people go on under, pick underdogs, and some of those dogs don't have any chance of winning. Maybe they cover, but I'm not talking about playing the spread because I can't play plus two and a half. I can, but I choose not to because it's too easy to get backdoor covered, and three points is a key number, meaning it, most games end in three. I think it was 15.6% of them since 2015, or maybe it was 2008. It doesn't matter. It's it's just a key number, and it's too close. And I don't think Buffalo's going to win this game. That's the second thing. I just don't think they will. They're, they've played mediocre. They don't look prepared. Over the last four games, they haven't looked prepared, Michael. They've looked weird, dis, I mean, disenfranchised. Sort of like they did the opening day against Pittsburgh. And people go, how did Buffalo lose to Pittsburgh? Because they're not prepared. That's why. I, I'm, I'm right there with you. I mean, think about this. Now, also, pay, this is another thing. Now, Buffalo might be first in points scored. 
in second in, or second in points per game and second in points allowed. But New England's right there with them. They're sixth in the league in points per game, but first in points allowed per game. That defense, no one has talked about that defense other than you and I that I can hear, and I research pretty well, as you know. I I think we've talked about it before. I, yes. I'm very familiar with Frazier. <laughs> right, of course you are. <laughs> I guess you would be. And, you? You know, and here's the hard part. As a fan, he's the nicest guy in the world. Right. Leslie Frazier's just a good person. But you never know what's coming one week to the next. And tight games, not the guy that you want <laughs> calling the defense. And no. You give Belichick an extra day to prepare. I, I, there's just no way I bet against him. It's hard to. I'm not saying Buffalo can't win. Right. They obviously, they, they obviously have more talent. But these are the kinds of games where Belichick just comes in and, and twists the mind of his opponents. He's got a plan. He takes away whatever it is that you do the best, which means, you know, Stefan Diggs is not going to beat you tonight. That's That's probably true. Now... The only wild card here for me mm -hmm. is one that, again, you haven't heard anybody talk about. And I might be making a mistake talking about it now. I love the pickup that Buffalo made of Matt Breida. Okay. Great pickup. I, I don't understand why the kid's bounced around the way he has. Um, but if he's healthy he can change a lot about that offense because Singletary does not push the envelope for me. Zach Moss d does not make me excited. Matt Breida can do some things offensively to make them a better team. Right. And if I, I will go so far to say is that if Buffalo pulls it out tonight, it will be because Matt Breida had a big game. I like that pickup. See, no one talks about him. I think now he played for San Francisco for a while, I thought, and he got hurt. He but, played for San Francisco and played really well, and then he got hurt. Then he went to Miami, I think. Well, there you go, right there. Career graveyard nowadays. Yeah. And I thought he was out of the league. Uh, Buffalo picked him up. I, I watched him briefly last week, maybe. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's healthy. He can he can change the balance of power in this game if he has a good game. Because you know, going in, Belichick's going to take away the one thing that you do the best. Yeah. And you take, take Stefan Diggs out. Diggs gets frustrated. Everybody gets frustrated. Uh, it's going to depend on Cole Beasley. Do you... You want to pick my on Cole Beasley? Uh, Two years Cole, ago, I would have. Yeah, I wouldn't have. Look, look, look at Matt Breed is the wild card tonight, but I'm not betting against um, 
the Patriots. Yeah, that's an it's an interesting game. Like I said, it, it, there's a lot of little things that are happening, but you know, New England is third in takeaways. Buffalo is first. And uh, let me see, where was this? I, I, oh, I'm sorry. The Patriots defense has 17 interceptions. And here's the thing. I'm going to send you the little piece I wrote as my audition since you've been so kind over the years to assist me with my horrible writing skills. Um, You're good. Yeah, well, I'm not very. I Okay, I, I, that's because of you and others who took the time to help me. But, uh, you know, Josh Allen has thrown two interceptions in each of his last two games. And that Patriots defense is opportunistic, man. They have 17 interceptions already this season. That's over an interception a game. All it's going to take is one big play. I think Buffalo, if the wind blows the wrong way, can blow them over. And I think that wind is going to be the Patriots, Michael, because think about this. Look what he does with quarterbacks. He considers this kid over in Buffalo a young quarterback. Yep. Breida is going to be the key because Breida is exceptional at picking up blitzes. He really he hangs in there and he, and he blocks. And you're going to see blitzing like you haven't seen in a long time, and I think it's going to be trouble for Buffalo. On the flip side, the times when they chased after Mac Jones with the blitz, that kid came up stellar. And the reason, he has a running game behind him. And he has an offensive line that protects him like Fort Knox gold. He has his he gets his sacks because he hangs in there too long. That might be his knock. But at the end of the day, the Patriots, plus two and a half if you feel like that. I think it's now plus three, actually. If it's plus two and a half, you don't play that. Plus three, you play that, but go on the money line. I, I smell a big-time upset here, and New England's my perfect underdog, Michael. And and this week, you and I are going to be on the same page. Yeah, like every week almost. Well, we've had we've we've picked against each other the last couple of weeks, I think. Okay. Uh, I can't remember what it was last week. It's hard to. I think we agreed. We took the first quarter of the yeah. football game, and they scored, and we we won. We covered. We laughed about it. Remember? Yes. Because that but, was a game we didn't know was in a Tampa Bay. You know, yesterday's loss has cost me brain cells. Oh, I know, huh? Here, I'll give so, you guys a couple more little tidbits, by the way. The New England Patriots are 6-0 and against the spread in their last six games. Patriots are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games following an ATS win. Buffalo doesn't have a good trend, only bad ones. And at the end of the day, I think we're on something here. I think you're right. I hope so. Anyway, Michael, great stuff today. We'll see. Ah, <laughs> uh, we always see. But then we get great comments and great feedback. And it's a blast. And you can find Michael over at Phoenix Preacher on Twitter. And if you're so inclined, head on over to his website. It's very busy over there. PhoenixPreacher.net. And that's going to wrap it up for today's show. I want to thank PlayUp.com, PlayUp Sportsbook, for presenting this show for us, for you. We're thrilled to be a part of their family. Head on over, sign up for an account, and find out why PlayUp is always your best bet. Cash with Flash Best Bet, so you know what it's all about. It's been there for a while. 
We're going to continue to be there. 58-33-3 overall in the NFL and 52-20-1. Anyone wants to see it? See those picks? Here's what you do. Listen to the show. Read my website. 99% of my picks this year I've given away for free. Until next time, you all take care of yourselves. Be good. And most importantly... Ladies and gentlemen, my mother thanks you. My father thanks you. My sister thanks you. And I thank you. Thanks for listening to The Phil Nason Show. Download us at your favorite podcast catcher, including iTunes, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, or Google Play. And please leave a review. You can follow Phil on social media at Cash with Flash and like our Facebook show page.